show has always been called Kenny's Two Pennies. This time I am going to give my two pennies on a thing, but I am going to be pretty serious to start off. I, like pretty much everyone, has been watching what's been going on over in Ukraine the past week. Ever since that madman who leads Russia decided to disobey Ukraine's sovereignty, sovereignty and invade. You know what? Yeah, you know, Putin, I, I mean, the Soviet Union ended 30 years ago, but apparently the ex-KGB agent that you are, you just can't get over it. Yeah, you have to pretty much, uh, I mean, Ukraine, I mean, if they want to join NATO, I mean, why don't you let them? Hey, they're not your puppet. And I mean, this is ridiculous. What you're doing over there? I mean, I've been seeing the images of the refugees, the images of the suffering, the imagery, images of the Ukrainian army putting up resistance in Kharkiv and also the other cities, Liv, Odessa, and also, I mean, the column advancing on Kiev, which when the Soviet Union was in existence, was the third largest city. Kiev is a big major city, and I mean, it's a major... but. Uh, major part part of importance the thing is Ukrainians can show the world what it means to be patriots you know what uh, guys 18 to 60 they're staying to fighting even uh, the Vlad Vitaly Klitschko who was the former heavyweight champion of the world and is now the mayor of Kiev he's taken up arms to defend his country so is his uh, brother Vladimir, who also himself was a pretty good boxer. The way I see it, Ukraine, my heart is with you. And I mean, somewhat, if I ever decide to really look at my ancestry, I think part of my ancestry does come from Ukraine. As I do know, there's some Polish and maybe some Belarusian in my ancestry. Maybe there's some Ukrainian. Who knows? But you know what? This is ridiculous. This has to stop. And this is my plea. Please, stop fighting. Stop killing. The world doesn't need this. Putin, realize your mistake. Although, you're pretty much so ingrained you don't want to admit your mistake. But you're becoming totally isolated, dude. Give up the fight. Now that's all I'm going to say about that. Now I'm going to say about something that really, really reeks of ineptitude. Syracuse's play the last week. You know, I really hoped we had gotten into a position where maybe we had gelled enough to maybe make a run and maybe make a play for the NCAA tournament. You know what? This past week shows that, Syracuse, you're not NCAA tournament material laying eggs against Notre Dame. And boy, you, Duke comes to the dome and coach Shashesky's uh, farewell. You know, we pretty much laid out the welcome mat. Hey, why don't you come run over us? What a horrid performance against Duke there Saturday. 25 points we lost by. It's like we just said, hey, you're retiring. You, why don't you beat us to a pulp? And I mean, last night, 
we showed fight for a while against North Carolina. But then, of course, hey, we make mistakes. And then we run out of gas in the overtime against the Tar Heels. Now we're in danger of again finishing below 500. Boy, you know, when we, I think we're gelling, we're ungelling, or we're turning to liquid. Like what happens when you put jello in your mouth. You go. Yeah, that's what happens. And that is what's happening with the Syracuse team. All we got is Miami left on Saturday to avoid finishing below 500 for the regular season. You know what? No one's going to want us to be in the postseason if we keep doing this crap. And that's what it seems as though we're doing. What'd you do, Syracuse? Take a crap? Or what? Or did you do something that what? When Victoria's Secret had a catalog. What are you doing? Beating off? That's exactly what it seems you're doing, Syracuse. You're supposed to be putting it together. Not it, not falling apart. Oh, I don't know what to say about that. We got the ACC tournament next week. Hopefully, maybe we can win a couple games so maybe the NIT or the CBI could maybe take a look at us. But even the NIT, NIT probably won't look at us if we finish with a losing record. Show some pride, Syracuse. Win Saturday. Do some damage. Maybe make some noise in the ACC tournament. So maybe the postseason gods will look on us. Maybe I ought to do the chant like I did last week. Uh, maybe not. I don't want to throw any basketballs to the wall, man. Let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. It was half of one, half of the other for both Miners and Waterloo last week. Waterloo boys, yeah, I hope that maybe they could do something, but I mean, they showed that, hey, they're in a rebuilding mode. They lost their first round game against Geneva, but you know what? You gotta applaud their effort. Of course, the girls, they're showing that, hey, they're the beasts of their, their division, they're the beasts of their class. 50-point win against North Rose Woolcott slash sodas. Maybe they drank some sodas after the game. Who knows? Of course, tonight, it's Pal Mac at Honeyoy Falls, Lima. And it could be Hornell. I think it's Friday night that the B1 final would be. And, I mean, it pretty much might look like Hornell, but hey, Waterloo beat Hornell by about 30 points a couple of weeks ago. So all we're doing is counting the days to when they win the B1 title, the overall B title, and maybe run through the states, if you know what I mean. As for Miners, the boy shows some pride, beating the world of inquiry. Why do I have to act like that when I say that? But hey, that's what you have to say when you talk about some of those charter schools. Yeah, pretty good students. In some cases, pretty good basketball players. But Minders took care of the world of inquiry. And now it's Leroy. But for the girls, like I talked about the ineptitude of the Syracuse basketball team this past week, how about the ineptitude of them against uh, Penyan? Yeah, pretty evenly matched. Couldn't win a damn game against the Mustangs.
Yeah, especially the third and fourth quarter. What the hell? What the hell did Jerry Anderson make him do? Play a play a not not do the fundamentals or something or whatever. They looked horrible in the third and fourth quarter, and again, Penyan wins. Yeah, nice way to lay a stink pickle, miners girls. That was pretty shameful. No wonder I was so mad when I left the gym. You know what? You allow Mustangs to run over you? That's what happens. Now I hopefully they can get it together and have a better team next year. But oh well. It's half dozen of one, half dozen of the other for both Miners and Waterloo. Keep it going, Miners boys. And definitely keep it going, Waterloo girls. Speaking of ineptitude, one of my last stories this week is about the failed negotiations for the Major League Baseball to get the lockout lifted. You know, you've been meeting quite a bit the last couple of weeks, but so far, no real progress. Baseball is definitely in danger of not having a full schedule now, not starting on time. You know what? It reminds me of 1994. Back when I still really gave a pretty gracious damn about baseball. Back when I still was collecting baseball cards. Back when I still really gave a damn about, about it. And you know what? They went on strike and the World Series was wiped out. Of course, 1994 was really when I started working for a living. But you know, that pretty much soured me on the game. Baseball made a lot of progress with the fans back the last 28 years, but this is the thing that could sour fans again. And I'm starting to wonder, why did I start giving a damn about baseball again? You know what? Stop this. Lift this lockout. Give the fans what they want. A good game. A, a good, good long-time pastime that fans should enjoy. And not, I mean, this greed, it's ridiculous. Last but not least, I'm going to end this show talking about two people, both Art Riles and Art Riles there at, for, uh, I mean, the former coach for Baylor and uh, Dino Babers is, uh, let's just say, the one that Babers learned a lot from him. Riles was supposed to become the, uh, offensive coordinator for Grambling, but it seems as though wherever he's gone, there's always been an uproar because of the way he mismanaged Baylor, especially enabling players to, to do things like commit rape and other crimes. The way he did it, that's why he was forced out, out as coach. Ever since then, he's tried to become offensive coordinator at Southern Mississippi and also for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, but the uproar against him has been so great he couldn't take the position. Now he's trying it with Grambling. Wee Jackson, who is the new coach for Grambling, wanted Bryles to be his offensive coordinator, but Doug Williams and others pretty much said, hey, we can't let that happen. Bryles said, I don't want to be a distraction, so I mean he's not going to take the job. You know what? Yeah, it was shameful how it ended for Bryles at Baylor. But you know what? Don't you think you ought to let him out of purgatory? Allow him another chance? 
all what Bryles has done since then is coach two, or, uh, two years at high school and coach a football team over in Italy. Hardly not a good resume since then. Come on, let him out of purgatory. Give him another chance. Well, that's all I got to say this week.